For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's up, everybody? It's your boy B. Scott with the Philadelphia Eagles. I just want to thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave a five-star rating. Fly, Eagles, fly. This is a Brawl Network production. We're talking about practice, man. You're listening to Philly Sports with Giovanni. It felt really good to prove to everybody, but not only that, prove to ourselves that we we had great potential. And through the year, we just kept passing tests and passing tests. And eventually, we were the team to beat. Here's the man, the myth, the legend, Giovanni Hamilton. Philly Sports with Giovanni. Today I have Connor. What's up, man? Giovanni, thank you for having me on. I think I'm a little underqualified to be here now. I'm, I'm more <laughs> of the behind-the-scenes guy for this show because now you've had Chris Long, Kyle Brandt, Kyle the Eagles cheerleader. Uh, you're about to have Kay Adams on now, too. <laughs> she replied. I feel a little. There's a little pressure on me to be on this show, so I'm hoping I can live up to expectations. But uh, I am so proud of you. You are killed it, and just so everybody's listening, and just so everybody knows, because I a lot of people say, reach out to me and say you're doing great. What you're doing for Giovanni? I'm not. It's not me. I anybody could produce a podcast. To be honest with you, my friend, any it's not that hard work. What is hard work is having the confidence to make videos saying, Chris Long, can you come on my podcast? Kyle Brandt, I'm going to want you to come on my podcast or to have the courage to go on Twitter to wish our arch rivals, the team that we will never like nor cheer for, and to take time out of your personal day to wish Dak Prescott well. It speaks volume about the person you are. That's why I do this podcast, because I think we need more Giovanni in the world and less of the hate that we do have in the world. So uh, when I... I just, I just gotta tell you, man, you are doing great. You're, you gets better each episode. You get more comfortable the way you do it. You're becoming one of the best podcasters. I, you're way better than me. Way better than me. It's not even close. But I, I'm very proud of you. And bravo! Congratulations on everything you accomplished so far. I'm excited to finally talk to you because now I've been listening to all these podcasts and I'm like, dang, man, he's analyst is so good. I might need to come on here and actually get some pointers from him. So I'm excited to be here. And uh, listen to you talk about some birds, buddy. Let's get it. All right. So the offense was good this week. Uh, I'm I'm sad because we lost, but didn't feel as bad because our offense put in the work. Uh, you know, I was kind of worried for a little bit there. I was like, oh, no, did the Christmas tree magic wear off? But then I noticed I put my Christmas tree up two weeks ago. And what happened two weeks ago? We got the man, the myth, the legend. Travis oh. 
Yeah. Good. There you so, go. It's a gift from the Christmas tree. You know what I noticed? Last year, when you put the Christmas tree up, guess what happened? Greg Ward stepped up. <gasps> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <gasps> so, is it is it maybe not a magic tree, but a wide receiver tree, perhaps? Because we all know the Eagles need those receivers, and every time you put that, that tree up, a wide receiver breaks out for the Eagles that nobody saw coming. Maybe that's what... It is now. It is. Yeah. <laughs> no, tell, you need to bring that to Novacare Complex and, and uh, have it raised up in there. They need that on that building right now if it's a wide receiver tree. I'll tell you that. But Travis Foldo, man, uh, do you notice how much Carson wants trust him already off the bat? You know, it's so weird. I've never seen him click with a young wide receiver like that so fast. Never. Uh, are people probably would say Nelson Aguilar, but I don't even think so. I think yeah. the way that he's clicked with Travis Fulham is different because Travis Fulham could be used all over the field, not in just mm-hmm. one spot in the field where Aguilar was really prominently a slot. But uh, the thing is, Carson Carson Wentz's game on Sunday was the best football game we saw Carson Wentz this season. Uh, a lot of people, fans, always put wins and losses on a quarterback's shoulder. He did everything that he could possibly do to put the Eagles in position to win. Obviously, the turnovers are still an issue, but the way he played, he put the Eagles in position to win throughout the whole entire game, no matter what. He brought them back, really. They were down 31-14 to at one point. Uh, but going back to the Travis Coldham and, him and Carson Wentz connection, back when Travis Coldham scored that touchdown against the 49ers, I don't know if you remember this, but he was getting held at the line of scrimmage. The corner was holding him. He's grabbing his jersey. And when the corner was doing that and Fulton was still running his route, Carson went through it then. He did not He did an anticipation throw. When I beat my dad, he's, he threw it knowing where his guy was going to be and trusting that his guy was going to make that catch. And guess what he did? So yeah. once they crossed that curve, once they crossed that path, you go into Pittsburgh and Travis Fulton has 10 receptions for 152 yards and a touchdown. That's not a coincidence. That's Carson went saying – one of these guys finally made that one play that I've been dying for a receiver to make. I'm going to keep riding that hot hands. And I, Carson Wentz's point of his career, especially with given his struggles this season, that was exactly what he needed. He needs a wide receiver that he could trust. He needs to ride the hot hand. And that's what he's doing right now. Travis Fulton has the hot hands of the receiver room. I don't see that slowing down. I don't see Carson Wentz's faith in him and his targets in him slowing down now. He finally found the guy that has the hot hands. We're going to keep driving that Travis Roldan train. I, I'm excited to see what him and Carson Wentz do. Now, Gio, you know what's also funny? It's funny that when Carson Wentz finally has a wide receiver that he trusts, that he can put the game on the line for, how much better he plays, right? Yeah. He, Silly. People kill him all the time. I, 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 I've, his couple first couple weeks, he struggled a lot. It's just the truth. Yeah. Uh, you, you expect Carson Wentz, the quarterback that he is, the caliber that he is, to play better than that, and he's told you that multiple times. He said it in press conferences. But he also, it's a team sport. We all like to forget that. The, the football has to go in somebody's hands. And in order to go in somebody's hands, they have to catch it and they have to make a play. Those guys are just not doing that at a consistent rate. Carson wants his career. And when you go into a season where defenses are play, game planning against your number one target to take him out of games and you have to figure it out with the rest of these guys, you're going to see some growing pains. You're going to see some struggles. You're going to see some chemistry issues. And that's what we saw the first couple of weeks. But now that he has that one guy, and then once we see Jalen Rager come back, They'll also have Deshaun, Alshon. But now that he has that one guy, I think the rest of the passing games will start opening up a little bit. I'm excited to see what happened when Travis Fulton and Carson once, buddy. 
Yeah, uh, you know, I I was actually just thinking about it. Um, they, it would be awesome if they're using Travis Fulgham now, and then uh, cornerbacks start uh, going double on him and double covering him, and then they only uh, cover Ertz with one guy, and then Ertz can slip back in the game. I, I hope that we can see that. They- it's a possibility they get to a point where Travis Fulham is the vocal part of an offense where defenses have to start taking him account for accounted for. That's the thing that the Eagles haven't been used to. There's no no team goes into the games versus the Eagles so far and has taken their wide receivers seriously. Even when Deshaun was playing, it wasn't like he was seeing the most wicked of coverage. Now teams, of course, respected him and kept the safety over the top, but yeah. he wasn't being used and teams knew that. They knew where he was at this point in his career. I mean, he only played one game last year and Again, he's injured again, and I'm not saying I'm expecting a lot from Deshaun and Alshon when they're back, but I think you're right. I think if Travis Fulton continues to play better, it opens up more opportunities for the other guys because he's going to have to start being a focus of the defense because they're going to have to start taking him seriously. Uh, that's what That is the hope, man. That The hope is Travis Fulton steps up to be the point of being your wide receiver one. Yeah, that, that would be awesome. Uh, I'll tell you right now, though, and I'll tell all your viewers for the show, I can't wait for Jalen Rager to come back. I can't wait yeah. for that kid. We Philadelphia has lit a fire underneath him now. Uh, with the, watching all these other wide receivers doing well, the rookie wide receivers, I I just know Jalen Rager's going to come back hungrier than ever. The thumb injury was a freak injury. He'll be fine. He's going to light the world. He's he's going to be ready when he comes back. It's going to take a little bit for him. Carson wants to make some chemistry, so I know a lot of people are going to kill him. You know how this fan base is. But once we get around, like, when he gets back and we get into the, towards the end of the season, his and Carson Wentz's connection is going to be electric, too. It's going to be something like Fulton's. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, once once Rager came, comes back, uh, we're going to have three star receivers. We're going to mm-hmm. have Greg Ward, Fulgham, and Rager. It's, it's Greg be- Ward is looking – I, I the box score won't tell you the whole entire story, but – he looks a lot better at receiver. I think he keeps improving, improving, improving. I agree with you. I think the Eagles have something in him. Now, uh, I want to know your opinion on, uh, do you like the Jalen Hurts trick plays? And do you think that it's messing with Carson's head? Well, I, I, they throw the defense off, and defensive coordinators have to account for it now, and it keeps them up at night. They have to start thinking about how the Eagles are going to use Jalen Hurts. And now they even showed you last week that they're they're not afraid to ask him to pass the ball. Do I think it's best to what Carson Wentz's head? I think if you're Carson Wentz, at this point in your career, you, you had Nick Foles, your backer, come in and win a Super Bowl, be Super Bowl MVP, be the, the hero of the town of the city you play in. Uh, and now you're always compared to him. You can't get You can't stop hearing his name. To draft a second-round rookie project quarterback, and to say that this would have mentally affected his head before the season, I would say, no, there's no way. But all that's happened before. I think if he gets injured and Jalen Hurts plays good, then you're asking for a big problem with dealing with your franchise quarterback mentally. Then yes, I think there could be an issue there, but do I think it's affecting him right now? No, I think I honestly, and people are going to think it's an excuse. I think he was hurt. I think the first couple of weeks of the season when he wasn't moving out of the pocket, he was a statue back there. I think he was hurt. I think he hurt his groin in training camp, like it's been reported, and I think it leaked into the season. I don't think he fully healed from it. Now I think he has. 
uh, ever since he was taken off versus the 49, excuse me, even the Bengals. And he was running, he was running against the Bengals too. I thought, okay, we have to throw that excuse out the window now. That, that's not legitimate. He's running out of the pocket. He looks good. He looks fluid. He's been better ever since then, honestly. But I, that's why I think really was the struggles was coming from. I don't think it was from Jalen Hurts, but I, w- I lived through the era of when Michael Vick and Donovan McNabb were here and they first did that Wildcat stuff with them, and I hated it. It was drive killers. They, they couldn't get it right. Those guys couldn't be on the field at the same time. Now, at least with Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts, they're both athletic players that can make plays. Carson Wentz blocked very – I mean, we saw he got a little – pushy with that corner in San Francisco. He can make it an athletic play though. If they have to ask him to, if they have to, if Jalen Hurts has the ball and he throws it to Carson Wentz, maybe Carson Wentz either runs or he just jets it down the field or throws it down the field. There's a lot of things they could do with that. That could be beneficial for the offense. Like they could be more creative about at least, but so far so good to be honest with you. It hasn't really, really been a dire thing. It hasn't really destroyed drives like it used to back with the big Vic here. Like I'm talking about, but, uh, I don't think it's messing with his head. I just think you're you're opening up Pandora's box if he gets hurt and he's out for a long period of time and Jalen Hurts starts playing good because you. I think you know how this fan base is. It's a what have you done for me lately fan base. If Jalen Hurts wins while Carson Wentz is out, it's not going to look pretty in Philadelphia. Then you open Pandora's box for him. Carson wants to be affected. But I just think you know him as well as I do. I mean, you know him way better than I do. You're, you're on ESPN shaking his hand. He's a leader. He's a leader. This stuff doesn't get to him. I mean, his, his again, his backup won the Super Bowl in his absence and won Super Bowl MVP. He has a statue of him outside of the stadium he plays in. That stuff would affect you way more than a rookie quarterback that they really drafted ideally to be the backup for the whole entire duration of his contract. It's just the truth, man. So I, I don't think so. But you're again, you, you do open up Pandora's box. Of course, it once goes down for a long period of time and Jalen Hurts starts playing good. I just want to say something. This is Carson Wentz's team, and everyone's saying, bench Carson for Hurts. That will never happen as long as Carson Wentz is with the Eagles. Uh, Doug would not do that to Carson Wentz. It, it's just that it's not even just Doug, too. It's Je- That's Jeffrey Lurie's quarterback. Yeah. When they drafted Carson Wentz, they did so much homework on him, Gio. They. They went to North Dakota and went out to dinner with him, the whole entire Eagles brass. It, they put so much into him. They they extended him with no hesitation, even when he was coming off those injuries. The contract, you can't get out of. The next two years, you can't. You, the Eagles can't physically get out of that. They drafted Jalen Hurts with the expectation of, hey, we have a talented quarterback behind Carson Wentz who is known to be injured. We have him for four years on a rookie salary to be that talented backup quarterback. Dave, Howie Roseman was fine with spending that type of premium pick on a player that he deemed to be talented to fill that role because this team invests in the quarterback position like no other. They've done it ever since Andy Reid's been head coach here. They've invested in the quarterback position. So for people to think that, I mean, Jalen Hurts is here to take Carson Wentz's job, it's not true. That's not what the, that wasn't the truth. That wasn't the case. That wasn't the thinking. The thinking was Carson is known to be injured. We put so much money into him. We can't afford to pay a backup quarterback. Because backup quarterbacks get paid a lot because it's an important position. Most teams take it very seriously. We are too. We're just going to do it in an orthodox way and use a second round pick on a talented quarterback, but soak up that four years of his rookie salary. That's what the. That's exactly what they thought. There's nothing else to it. Yeah, 
I don't, I don't get why people are saying that he's going to take Carson's job because it's. It just because uh, Carson doesn't play. Uh, here's the thing, man. Carson doesn't have the accolades that Nick Foles does. He his his record against winning teams isn't great. Uh, but it's a team sport. Like we, a lot of people can't decipher that. Uh, be, you've been around activity sports. You've been around team sports. You play them yourself. You know that it takes the whole entire team. It takes when you play football. It takes all eleven guys on offense and all eleven guys on defense. There's nothing else to it, man. It's a team sport. And when you look at the, when you talk about wins and losses, they aren't they don't call when they, when when the Eagles lose they don't call them the Philadelphia Carson Wentz's loss. Mm-hmm. They don't call them the Philadelphia Eagle, the Philadelphia Carson Wentz oh, uh, one three and one. They call them the Philadelphia Eagles because it's the whole entire team. So Carson has done his job. He's done his part here the whole entire time. Sure, he's had a couple of bad games. Every single quarterback in the NFL has, and they will continue to as long as football continues. But majority that he has shown us has been great play. So he's the franchise quarterback. All the other talk is just silly. Yeah. Uh, they, some people, they act like he can play every position on the team. And it's, uh, uh, most of it is the defense. The defense isn't getting in the rhythm, and that's what I want to get to right now. I wanted to ask you something because I, I wanted to get your opinion on this because yeah. it is the defense I'm talking about. Uh, you know how Eagles Twitter, Eagles Facebook, Eagles Instagram, all that stuff. You know how they are. Mm. A majority want Jim Schwartz gone. They're done with Jim Schwartz. I'm at the point where I'm like, I if if you bring in a different defensive coordinator, I think that defensive line still produces because there's so much talent on it. There's so much resources and money spent into it. It's hard for that D line not to play good. Mm-hmm. But it's the secondary, this coverage, the linebackers like. This is a product of Jim Schwartz. This is a product of his system. They The bend and no break mentality is great, but when you break, then your bend looks even worse, and that's what the defense is at this right now. Mm-hmm. Buddy, this, the Steelers haven't scored 30-plus points since 2018. Why do I feel like we always hear those type of stats against the Eagles' defense? Like, why do I always feel like we always hear those type of accolades happen against the Eagles' defense? I just think at this point in time, Jim Schwartz's act has grown thin. I've been a part of the Andy Reid when he's gotten fired. I mean, you were alive then, too. You're an Eagles fan, too. You know that. Mm-hmm. You've been a part of the chip when Chip Kelly got fired, too. It's yeah. easy to tell now with this team when the writing is on the wall. I think the writing is on the wall with Jim Schwartz. I would move off from him personally. What do you think, though? You know, uh, I, I, don't, I don't really know. I don't know if it's time yet. Is it too early in the season to tell? I don't know. I have to after after next game. It's really gonna it's it's really gonna put him to the test. And if he fails next game, it might he might be on the hot seat. There you go. I mean, that's a good that's a good way to have it. I I don't think that they'll fire him during the season at all. I don't I don't think they're gonna operate that way. Uh, but I, in the off season though, man, I think you gotta make a change because this defense should be playing a lot better than it is. We have. Darius Slay, we finally had that number one corner. Mm-hmm. I thought at that point things should start being fixed. I know they have injuries. I know Maddox has been out. I know Will Parks has been out. Those are huge. Uh, the the linebackers though are not going to get any better. It's just yeah. rough. But this defense should still be playing better than it's been playing. Like it, they shouldn't. The twenty nine points from their offense should have been enough to beat the Steelers. It should have been, honestly. But 
that's why you have to I think you have to look at Jim Schwartz there, me personally. But let's get into let's get into what you're talking about. Uh every time that Ben Roethlisberger took the field, it literally felt like he was scoring every time just because Honestly, at moments, the defense looked clueless. They looked like they did not know how to play football. They looked like they had no clue what was going on, what was happening. It was weird. Um, And, you know, usually that's not like our defense. Mm -hmm. They have communication issues still, and it's rough because, I mean, Malcolm Jenkins did play every snap at safety in the last two years. He was the main communicator on that defense. They are Rodney McLeod has played amazing at safety this year. He's proven to be the reason that it was smart to keep McLeod over Jenkins to be flat out honest with you. And you know, I have Jenkins back there. I love Jenkins, but it's the truth. It was smarter to keep McLeod, but the communication is still not been there. They, they, the, there's always guys looking around like doing what, like the one chase Claypool touchdown where they have four wide receivers up on the end at the goal line excuse me, in the red zone, and there's three guys covering four receivers, and all those guys are just waving and on there. You just see it every week, though. That's an issue. You can't you can't have that – you have that much lack of communication. Guys don't know what they're doing. Plays like that are going to happen. They're going to score on you, especially against a quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger. He's no slouch. He, he honestly has a Hall of Fame caliber type career. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback. He's good. Like we have to acknowledge, like some when we go up against good players, they're gonna pick on our weaknesses. And this the secondary still is not fully communicated. And again, I understand it's it's kind of fresh, it's kind of new. Uh, Jalen Mills is playing corner when he's supposed to be in sa- supposed to be playing safety. Marcus Epps has no business being on a football field. Nate Gary shouldn't be starting the number one linebacking spot. Mm-mm. But no. <laughs> They just need to communicate better. And I, I, I thought I knew it was going to be rough at, at to start the season off, but now we're getting into halfway through the se- midway point of the season. I thought it would, it would be there by now. I thought they would be a little bit more on page, and they're not. And it's it's, it's killing them. It's literally killing them. And I mean, on that last Clay's, Clay, uh, Chase Claypool touchdown, that end of the game, really for the Eagles, when the last touchdown of the game for the Steelers. I know everybody's killing Nate Gary for really being that line up on him, but I mean and people are praising Ben Roethlisberger for checking into that play. But I mean, that was an easy thing to do. When you see Nate Gary line up on a, on Chase Claypool, who, who had three touchdowns prior to that snap, you're going to go there. He's, you're going to ride the hot hand. It's football. That's what we do. But Nate Gary, I mean, didn't even touch him. He, he literally went like this, like moved aside, like a revolving door. Yeah. Thinking that McLeod was going to be back there. McLeod was already drifting off to the right side of the field he was he didn't he didn't know that was going to happen now if you jam him at least you give mcleod that 0.5 second to recover and then maybe put more coverage on chase claypool but i'm not really sure mcleod wouldn't have made that play either i love mcleod he's been great this year but chase claypool had about like five, almost five inches on him he's a lot taller ben all he had to do was put that in the, the right spot he would have made the catch on mcleod it was just it's it's just it's what it is man it this defense has glaring holes at linebacker and then has glaring holes at communication in their secondary. And a quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger of his caliber is going to pick on that. He's going to take advantage of that. And Lamar Jackson is no slouch either. He just won an MVP. He's going to do the same exact thing. If if that's what 
Jim Schwartz continues to let happen. So uh, you just see where I'm at on it. There's the communication is not there yet in the secondary, which is not good. And teams go into each game saying we're going to pick on the Eagles' weakest spot on defense, their linebacking corps, and they just go out and hit Gary, you know, go out and hit Gary, and go out and hit Gary. And you can you can bend and no break all you want, but when you do break and you're bending, it's going to look pretty ugly. Yeah, for me, it seems like the the defense and offense both can't get in in a rhythm or on the same page. Man, it's been happening since 2017, though. Yeah, that was the only time I thought that that I agree with you. I think that's an amazing point, phenomenal job with that point because I haven't really heard anybody really phase it that way, and that's absolutely correct. Since 2017, it's either the offense plays good and the defense plays really bad. Or the offense plays like they can't score at all. Yeah. And then the defense almost shuts down or gives up like 10 points, but they still, you know what I mean? They they still lose because the offense can't score enough. Yes, you're right. That's that's exactly how it's been since 2017. And yeah. that stinks. It stinks. I don't know how good teams are on the same page from offense, defense, to special teams. That's good teams. It's frustrating, man. It's frustrating. I think it's a coaching issue, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Uh, thank you so much for being here, man. It means a lot. Uh, it means a lot to me that you're producing my show. You're letting me use your your squadcast. It's, it's awesome. Thank you. You've helped me so much with this. I couldn't be here without you. Giovanni. I couldn't be here without you, first of all, because you brought me on to your show. So thank you so much. And I mean, I, I can't believe I'm following up like Chris Long, Kyle Brand and all those all these people. But <laughs> and Derek Gunn, too, because I love D. Gunn. Man, I, I was a kid watching D. Gunn. So to hear you interview him was a flashback. But we're in it to change the world, man. I, you have the heart, the talent and the will to change the world. And I know that your family knows that that's all it is for me if i can do this and see you smile like that and know that how happy you are at the end of the day that you're doing this that's worth way more to me than a million dollars so you no problem at all you don't have to thank me i will do this till the end of time until you need me to because you have a strong future whether it's in sports media whether it's in coaching because some of the stuff you said on here i think coaches could probably listen to and take some pointers on no do that dude you were told by someone that you know that people in the Eagles organization listen to your podcast. Yeah. Like, that's insane. That's how much that's how much weight your words have. That's how much weight your presence has online, social media, all that stuff. That's why I wanted to keep doing this for you because we need more of Giovanni in the world. And what am I like for real? So no problem at all. I will do this for you whenever you need me to. I'll do it for you forever if you need me to. It's completely worth it. Completely worth it to see all this happen for you. I love it. Thank you for being a part of the Eagles Brawl and the Brawl Network because when I – I want everybody to know this just before we go off. You and your mom had the idea to start the podcast. It wasn't like I said we should do this. It was your mom and you were talking about it on Twitter, I remember. It was my New Year's resolution. Yes. Yes, it was. Exactly. There you go. It was your New Year's resolution. 
And look, I know how much hard work this is. I, I do it myself. I do their own show. And you guys have so much going on. You have school, the yeah. doctor's appointments, and you're interviewing every celebrity near the man. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of time consuming stuff. It's not really feasible to ask you guys to do that all by yourself. So this wasn't my vision. This wasn't my idea. This was you guys allowing me to help you complete your vision. So thank you for allowing me to help you out because it's been a, a complete blast. Yeah, we've had a lot of fun, and I can't wait to have you on again. Uh, guys, go check out Connor's podcast on the Eagles Raw. His podcasts are always awesome. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. <laughs> go Birds, baby. Go Birds. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.